right to the Biblical Principles Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We will be dealing with the topic, the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. The Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. If you have your Bible, you can find your place there in the book of Genesis, chapter number 1, in verse number 2. The book of Genesis, chapter 1, in verse number 2. I do want to say by way of introduction that we are going to deal with a topic today, not to refute anyone, but just very simply to show that the Holy Spirit has always been present from the beginning of time with God the Father and God the Son. He was not a created being that just came about in the New Testament, but He has always been present. He's very evident in the Old Testament, and hopefully, after you listen to this podcast, as you read through your Old Testament, you will see the Holy Spirit demonstrated time and time again. Now, if there's any questions, comments, or concerns, you can get a hold of us very simply there, biblicalprinciples at juno.com. That's all lowercase letters, biblicalprinciples at juno.com. And we do want to say thank you to everyone who has reached out to us, and we do try to answer questions, and we try to stay in communication with our listeners to the best of our ability. So there in the book of Genesis, chapter number one, in verse number two, the Bible says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. This is showing very simply that the Holy Spirit is all-powerful, just like God is all-powerful. It's demonstrated, I guess your theological term would be omnipotent, And it means all-powerful. And that's what the Holy Spirit is in the Old Testament. He is all-powerful. Here we see that the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And you know what happened? The Holy Spirit began to move. He began to bring forth life because He is the the one who is all-powerful. He's able to do what needs to be done. Uh, with God the Father and God the Son, all of them being co-equal together. The Trinity is demonstrated here in the book of Genesis, chapter number one. But here we see that the Holy Spirit is moving upon the face of the water and bringing forth life because the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament is all-powerful. The book of Psalms, chapter 104, in verse 30. Psalm 104, in verse 30. Thou sendest forth thy spirit, They are created, and thou renewest the face of the earth. Showing here very simply that the Holy Spirit is the one who creates things. He creates. He's the creator because he's all-powerful. Then the book of Psalm 139 in verse number 7. Psalm 139 in verse number 7. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. Here we see the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament as being everywhere present. He's omnipresent is your biblical or your theological definition for that. Here here the psalmist is saying, or David is saying, where can I go to get away from you? I can't go anywhere to get away from your spirit. Why? Because the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament and the New Testament alike is everywhere present. You cannot go to the highest heavens and avoid him, or you cannot go to the lowest hell and avoid him. It's very clear, biblically speaking, here in the book of Psalm 139 and verse number 7, that he's everywhere present. David had no way to get away from him. The book of Genesis, chapter number 6, in verse number 3. Genesis, chapter number 6, in verse number 3. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. 
yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. Here we see in the Old Testament the Holy Spirit working in men's hearts. He works in men's hearts. It says, strive with man. And here, of course, is pre-flood, but still the Holy Spirit of God was striving with man. He was trying to walk together. He was trying to instruct. He was trying to lead. He was trying to guide. And God very clearly says, I'm not always going to strive with him. But right now, I am striving with him in the Old Testament. He was trying. God the Father was trying to use the Holy Spirit of God to deal with the hearts and lives of men, women, boys, and girls, just like he does now. The reason that sometimes people can't sleep at night is the Holy Spirit of God dealing with them. The reason they cry in church is because the Holy Spirit of God's dealing with them. The reason why they can't find no peace is because the Holy Spirit of God's dealing with them. That's what he does. He works in the hearts and lives of mankind for our betterment, for our benefit, for our ability to change our lives if we'll come to him. He can do a work that we cannot do on our own. Why? Because the Holy Spirit works in men's hearts, and He works in men's lives. And He does it in 2022, and He also did it in the book of Genesis, chapter number 6. Exodus chapter number 31 in verse number 3. The book of Exodus chapter 31 in verse number 3. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God, in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. Here we see that God, or the Lord, is instructing Moses, and he's given a man by the Spirit of God ability that he does not possess on his own. The Holy Spirit in the Old Testament gives power to men to be able to do, to do works for him. Notice the four areas that the Holy Spirit of God in the Old Testament gives power power to men. Number one is in wisdom. Number one is in wisdom. And there is no greater source of wisdom other than the Spirit of God. He's all wise. He's all powerful. He's all knowing. And he allows mankind, the Bible says, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God. He allows mankind to benefit and be blessed from him giving power to mankind. Secondly, an understanding. And if you need understanding in any area of your life, you can go to God. And through the Holy Spirit of God, he'll give you understanding. If it's his will and it lines up with his ways, he will give you that understanding, just like he did here in the book of Exodus. And then in knowledge, in knowledge, something you need to know, something that will benefit you. The Holy Spirit of God will give you that knowledge. And here in the Old Testament, you know what he's given to a man? Knowledge. The Spirit of God is given knowledge. And then look what else he does. And in all manner of workmanship, he gives ability to man. He gives ability. You know, a lot of times we think that it's our ability to speak or it's our ability to work with our hands, or it's our physical ability that we merit it on our own. No, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness or shadow of turning. The Holy Spirit gives you ability to do what it is that you do. Just like here in the Old Testament, we see the Holy Spirit giving power to men. Judges chapter 14 in verses 5 through 6. The book of Judges chapter 14 in verses 5 through 6. 
Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath and came to the vineyard of Timnath. And behold, a young lion roared against him. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And he rent him as he would have ran a kid. And he had nothing in his hands. But he told not his father or his mother what he had done. Here we see in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit giving strength to men. Here Samson walks into a vineyard and a lion comes running out. The Bible says a young lion, which a young lion, you know, they're they're a little more aggressive. They lack some of the wisdom of the older lion and they're liable to attack anything. But here Samson finds himself in a predicament as this young lion comes roaring out at him. And you know what he does? The Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. The Holy Spirit moved in his life, and he took a lion and ripped it in half by the power of the Holy Spirit coming upon him. Why? Because the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament gives strength to men. And could I say that in the day and age we live in, he gives strength and ability that we don't possess on our own so that we can do a work for him? That's the Holy Spirit that gives us that ability and that strength and that power and that unction. It all comes from God, and God is the one who deserves the glory for every ability that we have, every strength that we have. We should give God the honor and the glory for blessing us with that ability. Numbers chapter 11 in verse number 25. The book of Numbers chapter 11 in verse 25. And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him, and took of the Spirit that was upon him, and gave it unto the seventy elders. And it came to pass that when the Spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. Here we see that the Spirit that was upon him, that is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament gives ability to men to prophesy All those men in the Old Testament that prophesied the Word of God, do you know how they did that? By the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit coming upon them, the Holy Spirit moving in their heart and their life, the Holy Spirit using them, them being yielded to the Holy Spirit. All this happened in the Old Testament by the Holy Spirit, giving the ability to men to prophesy so that mankind could know that there is a God in heaven that loves them and cares about them. So the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament will, by way of review, we know that He's all-powerful. We know that He's everywhere present. We know that He works in men's hearts. We know that He gives power to men. We know that He gives strength to men. And we know that He gives ability to prophesy to men. And He did all of this in the Old Testament because the Holy Spirit was just as active in the Old Testament as he was in the New Testament.